Hello! Welcome to the Quarter to Three Movie Podcast for uh, my interview with the director of The Returned, Manuel Carballo. My name is Tom Chick, and I am here without my regular panelists today uh, because it is an interview, and they would just mess it up. We don't need those guys around. Uh, do tune in, of course, later in the week for our regular format. So what's happening today is I have seen a zombie movie, and that's a little misleading because although it's a zombie movie, it's not a horror movie, uh, but it's a, a movie called The Returned. Uh, and first, I'd like to explain a little potential confusion. There is also out this week a French TV series that is unfortunately translated into English as The Returned, which if you start watching it, you will immediately realize that's a terrible translation. When the titles come up uh, in French, it's obviously called, uh, let me attempt some French here, bear with me, it's obviously called Les Revenances. How did I do? Any French listeners? Uh, that is, I'm assuming, I have not verified this, but I am assuming that is the French word for revenant. And as anybody who plays D&D knows, a revenant is a creature come back from the dead for revenge. So uh, the returned seems like it's kind of soft peddling <laughs> that angle, um, which, fair enough, uh, the French TV series doesn't really have that kind of, at least as far as we know yet, doesn't really have that kind of revenge bent. Um, so I started watching the French TV series because I knew that it was based on a, on a movie called Sometimes They Come Back. Uh, and for whatever reason, and I don't know where I got this impression, it's I, I, whoever, if someone told me this, I'm, I'm mad at that person. But for whatever reason, I thought that it was going to be a self-contained, you know, eight-episode storyline, and that it would run eight episodes, and then everything would be resolved and explained as much as they were going to ex be explained, and it would be done. Uh, I guess kind of like American Horror Story uh, does from season to season. Uh, so I started watching this, and I'm going along through the episodes. It's intriguing. It's, it's sexy in a certain way. Uh, it's got style. There's some really good actors in it. And I'm going up through the episodes, and we get to episode four, five, six. I think it's eight episodes. And as I'm getting closer to that last episode, I'm thinking – Man, they're gonna uh, have to wrap up a lot of plot threads here. Uh, there, there are there's still a lot of questions to be answered and, and unresolved mysteries. And I'm sure they know what they're doing, but uh, they're running out of time. I, I hope they hurry and start answering some of these questions. We get to episode eight, and the running time is, is trucking along, and there's only 30 minutes left. And I'm still thinking, wow, they better hurry. And, and there's only 20 minutes left, and I'm thinking, well, I guess there's going to be some quick just just conclusive finale where everything is revealed and then 10 minutes left and then it's over and nothing is resolved. There's so many unanswered questions. And sure enough, it turns out there is a season two intended that uh, looks like it's at least a year out. Uh, so aggravating. So I'd somehow gotten sucked into watching another TV show. And I, that's such a problem for me with television is – that the nature of the medium is such that it can't resolve, it can't end. It's based on being open-ended and indeterminate. Uh, as long as a TV show is popular, they want to keep it going. So uh, I'm, so, I'm so mad that I fell for that again. So at any rate, that's the French TV show uh, called Le Revenance, but uh, for whatever reason translated to The Returned. So when I got a press release about a movie called The Returned, 
Uh, I was briefly confused because it's not the French TV show. Uh, and furthermore, it's not a translation from Spanish. It's an English language movie. Uh, the director, Manuel Carballo, is, is from Spain. Um, but it's a Canadian production. Uh, at least it was produced in Canada. I think some Spanish money was involved. Uh, whatever. It's, it's, it's basically, as I said, not a zombie movie, not even a horror movie. It is a, an ethical dilemma movie about and I know this is going to sound tedious, uh, about healthcare, but unlike a lot of movies about healthcare, it is not preachy, it is not tedious. It uses zombie mythology to make a point about the untenable state of healthcare. Um, and I feel that unlike a lot of movies that approach that subject head-on, uh, it has a nice amount of nuance to it. Uh, there are certainly some preachy moments in The Returned, Um but as an overall story arc, as an, as an overall kind of message movie, and again, I don't mean to scare you off with that, but as a, a movie about an issue, uh, it does a, a far better job than other movies about this issue. Uh, so uh, I invite you to check the movie out. I'm about to speak with the director for about an hour. Uh, he was, I don't think he would mind me saying this, he was a little insecure about his accent. Uh, English is his second language. Uh, and he asked me if I would be posting this as a recording or if I would transcribe an interview. Uh, and I said, well, let's just talk and we'll see how it goes. Uh, and then we'll see how you feel. So afterwards, he was kind enough to let me post the recording. Uh, I think his English is fine. You just have to bear with it a little bit. I, at one point, uh, and a lot of this is on me because I don't speak Spanish and he's has the courtesy to speak two languages, English and Spanish. So at one point he was saying something about a farewell scene. And to my ears, it sounded like he was talking about a firewall scene. And I had no idea what he was talking about. So I take half of the blame for whatever issue you might have understanding the ensuing conversation. But uh, be patient with it. I, I promise that uh, Manuel Carballo's passion, his enthusiasm for the movie certainly comes through. Uh, he has plenty of interesting stuff to say. Uh, so I invite you to now enjoy my interview with the director of The Return, Manuel Carballo. Manuel, when we started talking earlier, you mentioned that you don't necessarily think of The Returned as a zombie movie. And that is one of the things that most struck me as I was watching it, is I didn't feel like I was watching what most people think of when they talk about zombie movies. Instead, I felt like I was almost watching, um, I guess you might call it a, a medical melodrama, uh, a story about medical ethics, about uh, about healthcare in a way, that used zombies to make a point um, so I'm interested that you said you didn't think of The Returned necessarily as a zombie movie. Uh, can you talk a little bit about how you approached it uh, as you made it? Yeah, um, the writer had them, uh, and me, um, both of us, uh, um, conceived the, the film as a, as, a, as a drama, not a human drama, yeah? It's a, not necessarily a zombie movie. It's a... I, in in Spanish, I, I I used to say it's not uh, um, a, a film with uh, a zombie movie. It's a it's a movie with zombies. Yes, <laughs> it's different. Yes. It's a little bit different, yeah. Well, uh, if I uh, I don't know if you've seen a lot of zombie movies, uh, Manuel, but I feel that the better zombie movies 
that is true of all of them, is that if you set out to make a movie that is about ghouls eating people, um, that it's a very different kind of movie than if you set out to make a movie about how people react and what sort of dilemmas and situations, what sort of drama comes up when people are dealing with it. it to, to put it another way, Manuel, the best monster movies are not about the monsters, they're yeah, about the victims, about the humans. Of course. Yeah, it's a, uh, at the end of the day, it's always about the, uh, humans, yeah, it's in the human nature, yeah, it's a, and, and it was the, the most important thing for us, yeah, it's a, we have to treat the, 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 the human behavior in, in, in limit points, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's not about zombies uh, uh, eating people and uh, gruesome and this kind of stuff, yeah, but because there is a lot of, there are a lot of uh, zombie movies in, in that way, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, but, but, we decided we decided to 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 shoot a, a particular zombie movie. It's a, it's a, I, I think it's the first melodrama zombie, yeah, <laughs> in the history of cinema. <laughs> well, you say that there are some movies that are similar, but not quite with the same approach that you take. Uh, there is an increasing interest in this idea of what if the zombies are actually people. You know, in your movie, they are clearly people. They don't look any different. That's part of the point of the movie. Uh, Chris Holden Reed's character, for instance, it's almost like someone admitting that he has AIDS in the scene where he admits that he's a returned person. So there have been movies that have explored the humanity of zombies, but they tend to still make them look like zombies. I think of a movie called Warm Bodies that came out. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a French drama, actually, that um, is the being Revenant. released. Yeah, exactly. And Revenance yeah. is the French term. It has this terrible... The, the translation to English is the same as the name of your movie, which is not what Revenance means. Like, it's a, it has a very different implication. I think it's poorly translated into English. Uh, yeah, and yeah. not just because it, it's the same name as your movie. Um, I, have, I haven't seen the TV show, but uh, some people told me that it's a, it's a great TV show, yeah? It, it's, a, it's a very intriguing TV show, and it, it takes a much more... It's similar to your movie, The Returned, in that it's not about conventional zombies. Uh, they, it's a, the zombies, as they're called in that TV show, look normal. Like, like The Returned and The Returned, but their TV show has a much more metaphysical um, yeah. angle. Your movie, and I'm curious if this was intentional, your movie really does seem to make strong statements about the healthcare system. Now, is that something that you and Hatem intended, or is that just my reading as a person who lives in America where that's an important issue these days? No, the, 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 the sad point is a. Uh, uh, as time goes by, our our film reflects so um, with 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 uh, big detail the, the the kind of stuff that are, that are um, that are the, the the kind of situation that we are going in Spain uh, the, the 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 bad situation of the healthcare and and the and the inversion investment yeah. It's, uh, <clears throat> it, it, it was not. It wasn't uh, our goal, but uh, uh, finally the, the film reflects the, the, the actual the, the current situation situation of uh, Spanish uh, medical care and this kind of stuff. Yeah. Can you tell me, um, Manuel, in America, 
I think we're very aware of our own healthcare system. You shot the movie in Canada, where they have their own healthcare system also. Uh, can you tell me and the listeners briefly what is the situation with healthcare in Spain? Do you have good health care? Is it offered by the government? Uh, for those of us listening who may not understand the situation in Spain, briefly tell us yeah. about it. Everyone has uh, medical care here, and I think it's a, it's a, it's a very good uh, point of the government. Yeah, but uh, uh, with the with the crisis, uh, the government puts less money in this kind of uh, stuff, and uh, the investments are, are are growing down or are going down. Yeah, it's, uh, yes. mm-hmm. we have less investment in, in medical care than. Uh, five years ago, yeah, and it's so bad for some people that uh, uh, that don't, they don't have um, uh, money to, to to pay for a private medical, yeah, it's mm-hmm. medical care, and it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a very bad situation. It's uh, so so bad, so so sad. One of the things that uh, I think surprised me about the returned uh, as I was watching it. Uh, And if you're listening, by the way, for the listeners, uh, we're now going to talk a little bit about things that would be spoilers in the movie. So if you haven't seen The Returned, uh, I would recommend fast-forward the conversation for a little while. Or or further, I would recommend go watch it and then come back and listen to me speak with Manuel. Um, But one of the things that surprised me, Manuel, about the movie is that it ends up being very, um, do you know the word cynical? Um, Yeah. Very, yeah, yeah. very cynical, almost mean-spirited. You do some terrible things to the characters in the movie, uh, and the the idea of the of healthcare in the movie is that it is unsustainable. You create this idea that in order to get the serum, the protein, that it needs to come from from dead people, from people who were killed by other zombies, and because yeah. the protein prevents that. It means that there's fewer sources for the protein. So the, the model of healthcare in the returned is it is unsustainable. It cannot last. Um, it's not like there's an evil person stopping it. It's not like the government is evil or there's a bad guy. It's like it simply yeah. is not a workable system. And I got the sense that that's a very cynical perspective that you have. <laughs> is, is that fair? Like you and you and Hakem yeah. told a story about a no-win situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I agree with you. Um, actually, the the the, the subplot of uh, of the government and the medical care was was on the um, was on the base. Yeah, the important thing is the the, the, the kind the the, um, the behavior of the people. Yeah, the part the, the, the particular people. Uh, when you put them in in a in a deadline, yeah, it's uh, okay. How how what can you do uh, to save the life, your life and the and the lives of the people you 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 love? Yeah, and I think that the, the whole of us can do something, some things that uh, in other in other situations. Uh, were uh, horrible, awful, yeah. But uh, in this kind of uh, of situation, you can do the whole the whole things, yeah. Well, that also, Manuel, I have to say, was I, I thought 
this movie could have been about any of three sets of characters. I, I got the sense by the time it was over that I had seen the intersection of three sets of characters, each of whom had a return in their family. And none of them, it just so happens that because Emily Hampshire and uh, Kristen Holden Reed, they were the main characters, we saw it from their perspective. But it could have just as easily been about the friend and his girlfriend who was returned, or the, the mother and father with the little boy. Uh, any one of those three people had a claim to the limited amount of drugs by the time the movie was over. Yet, for the most part, except for mainly the main characters, they did horrible things. <laughs> like all of these yeah. people were driven to do horrible things to each other. Uh, out of and and nobody um, shared or decided to try to help each other. Like it seems like even though it was a very personal story about these personal situations, they were horrible people. <laughs> uh, yeah, and in that I sense, think... I felt you were cynical as well, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that the 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 story reflects. Uh... Uh, egoism, egoism, I, I uh, egoism. Yeah, uh, self-interest yeah, I, or egoism. I, I, yes. I, I think that the movie reflects the egoism of the people. In uh, when when your life is uh, in in danger, yeah. So uh, I, I think I think it's uh, it's the human human nature, yeah. <laughs> Maybe so, it's a critical point of view, but uh, I, I think it's a realistic point of view. Sure. Now, uh, so my friends and I, when we talk about movies, uh, we have this idea that in some movies, the casting of characters can be a spoiler. You can look at an actor or an actress, and it can kind of give away what is going to happen with their character. Like certain actors look like villains, or certain actors look like they're always going to be good guys. Uh, I got the sense early on that the and I forgive forgive me for not rem remembering their names, but the mm -hmm. actors who played the friend and the friend who is the novelist, where they stay at their house. Um, the guy or the or the or the girl. Both of them. I got this. Uh -huh. Both of them were. I, I anticipated that they were going to do something wrong, or that there was something off or not quite <laughs> right about them. Was that intentional on your part? Uh, I felt like. The friend was a little creepy, and the woman, certainly the story where the woman tells about the novel that she's written, and you get yeah. the sense that she's fascinated with, with moral depravity. Uh, so I clearly got the sense early on that something was not right about those two characters. Was that yeah. intentional? Yeah, yeah, it, it was intentional. Of, uh, yeah, yeah, it was uh, uh, intentional of, uh, of all. Yeah, it's, uh, okay, maybe you, uh, as you are going to see the film, um, you can you can feel maybe that this couple have uh, this couple has something wrong, something dark, yeah, some something sober, somber, yeah, and and it was the idea, yeah, to put something in this uh, in this couple, something gloomy, something dark, yeah, but they are rich people and and they they want to to help uh, their friends, uh, but uh, there is something wrong, yeah, in it. I, I wondered while watching it, did they really want to help, or were they specifically luring them in to steal the drugs? Sorry? Uh, oh, I, I did wonder watching the movie, did the friends want to actually help, or did they lure them to the house so that they could specifically steal the drugs? Uh, 
I, I didn't know if, if they were actually being helpful or if it turned out that they were plotting to steal the drugs all along. Yeah, uh, for the first time they want to they want to to steal the drugs, of course. <laughs> um, but, uh, maybe maybe I, I I want to to give them the the the, the room to okay maybe if the if the things uh, getting good maybe we 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 mm, we have not to steal the drugs right, but right. Uh, there is the possibility of the of the things getting worse and maybe we have to we have to do something that it's awful yeah and right. Uh, there are certain things that uh, are considered reveals over the course of the movie where you're watching and you as a director reveal at a certain moment important information. Uh, that I wanted to call out because I thought they were very well done. Uh, I really like the scene where um, uh, Chris Holden Reed, am I saying his name correctly? Yeah. Yeah, where he goes into the gas station and he drops his quarantine card, or his, uh, his returned card, and the gas station attendant gives him a look that we in the audience assume is disapproving, is discriminatory, yeah. because we had just seen the, the children throwing rocks at him. But that, yeah, that yeah. we later out on in the movie find out that it was a look of sympathy, that yeah. the gas station attendant had a son who was a returned. Um, yeah. And I feel that that, that uncertainty about people judging you are they are they sympathetic are they judging you you expect that it is prejudice or that it's anger or that it's misunderstanding or fear or mistrust uh yeah. i really liked what we later learned about that scene um yeah yeah this is perfect this you 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 get the scene in the very right way yeah it's uh, okay for the first time you think okay this guy is uh, uh, uh um, it's, it's, it's not it's not friendly with the, with Chris yeah with the Chris uh, character of Chris but later on you you find out that okay it was not fear it's 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 sympathy yeah yes. sympathy yeah it's, uh, and and that also uh, Manuel gets to this um, this cynicism and I'm not criticizing for you for it I totally understand this cynicism that even people don't understand when they're being extended sympathy or judgment. That, that 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 can be hard to find out. Chris, I'm, I assume, also assumes that it is judgment that uh, that he's being prejudiced against at that point. Um, so I like the subtlety of that scene. Uh, yeah. that, that in that particular scene, uh, Chris um, is, is have uh, Chris uh, have to front have to face with uh, maybe with uh, his uh, uh, his future nature. Yeah, it's a uh, He's, he's facing uh, himself in some ways, yeah? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? When, when, when he's facing the, the zombie in the gas station, mm -hmm. well, he's, fa he's facing uh, himself in some ways, yeah? It's because uh, after, some, uh, after some hours, he's going to be uh, like him, yeah? It's, uh, and what I... What I appreciate about that scene, Manuel, is he, I, I can imagine, he sees the gas station attendant having been killed by his son, and it yeah. reminds him what he might do to, uh, uh, Kate, is that, is that Emily's name? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it makes him think what he might do to her, and it furthermore yeah. gives him the idea for how to restrain himself. You know, that is yeah. the inspiration for him setting up the restraints with the chains. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. He's, he's a, a prefigure 
of 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 his uh, next situation. Yeah, in, right. in, in some ways. Uh, uh, another reveal that I really like. Um, you set up early on that that Chris is a, a guitar teacher. And yeah. I'm always fascinated by the choices that screenwriters and directors make for a character's career. So when you set him up as the teacher of a, of a guitar, my thinking was, oh, you just wanted the audience to think that he's, that he's hip, that he's trendy, that he's artistic. That's an interesting yeah. choice, but what will anything come of it? I love that you get very specific character information about him later on. For instance, how the guitar figures into his own doom, you know, where yeah. he finds the guitar in the window, and that's what brings him into the shop, where he gets yeah. infected. Uh, I, I also love how the in the scene where one of his students is making a joke about not being able to play the guitar and how yeah. he's like the returned, at that point, we don't know that Chris is also a returned. So we see how he reacts strongly to the student at that point. Um, yeah. And that sound room that he has, uh, that, that's, a, that's an incredible image that, that you get. When, when he actually creates the restraint in the sound room against that weird soundproofing, and he paints yeah. the line on the floor and the chains, I just think as a director, you must have really enjoyed the striking visual imagery of that sequence. Yeah, of course. Uh, in fact, uh, this particular uh, set was so important to, uh, for me. Yeah, it, it was is is the final scene of the film, and I want to I wanted to to give it uh, a, 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 a science fiction mm -hmm. look. Yeah, it's, uh, it remembers me the, to uh, two thousand and one Odyssey. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so it's something like that. Yeah, it's a, it's a and it's no, uh, there is nothing ab around them. Yeah, it's only the love, only the couple, um, only the the, the uh, it's only only human feelings. Yeah, it's, I, I I didn't need anything anything more. Yeah, anything else. Yeah, it's okay. It's only a couple of uh, uh, human beings, uh, a loving human beings in 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 their awful situation and. You don't need anything else. Yeah, it's okay. It's uh, it's uh, the white and the the, the 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 empty room. Yeah, it it was so so a uh, uh, so strong image uh, for me. Yeah, and it's so helpful. I mean, the fact that he is a guitar teacher makes that possible. So <laughs> so when at first I thought, well, that's a silly, that's a, a career they just wanted to make him a cool character. Yeah. Uh, it is so crucial to setting up that image, isn't it? It was a it was a, a particular decision. Yeah, it's a, we we we, ha, we have uh, we had doubts about the the the, the job of of the main character of the main, the character of Chris. Yeah, it's, we 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 had uh, some discussions about uh, he has to be a, a, a guitar teacher or he has to be another uh, another kind of he has to have another kind of work more more physical more. Yeah, you know, because uh, it's uh, it's an artistic uh, job in some ways. Yeah, but, uh, but we we love it. It's, it's it's more more trendy, uh, as you as you said minutes uh, ago. Yeah, uh, I um I one problem that I do have, uh, and I'm curious if you uh, agree with this. Um, there's a what's called the one sheet or the advertisement for the movie shows that image, uh, and I kind of. Uh, watching the movie knew something like that was coming up and I almost feel like it is 
it's a it's an important shot, and I feel like it's it's a li- I'm a little sad that people know that it's coming and they see it in advance of watching the movie. Uh, that it's being used to sell the movie. It's kind of a spoiler, maybe. Uh, does does that bother you as a director? Are you okay with people seeing one of the most powerful images in the movie up front? Which one? The 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 the, the traveling from above of him. Yeah, it's a shot of above along the white soundproofing, and Chris yeah. is chained up inside the the, the round line. Yeah, yes. yeah. in fact, that, that there were some discussions with the marketing team, and and every everybody uh, thought that maybe it was a, a it was an a spoiler image, but uh, I think it's it's one of the most. Um, powerful image of, of, of the film and I think it's uh, at the end of the day uh, the, the, this particular image don't, uh, this particular image doesn't tell you how the film uh, uh, how the film is going to finish yeah, do you know what I mean? Yep. you do wonder as you're watching how is it going to come to that, like you don't know how it gets there, uh, exactly. even if you do know that's where it goes, yes yeah um, <laughs> There were a couple of scenes that were not in the movie that I was curious about, and I'll be curious if you actually shot them or if you just intentionally didn't shoot them and didn't want them in the movie. Um, for instance, uh, it's it's a powerful moment when Kate gets the additional vials from her boss, from the doctor, and uh-huh. she, uh, of course... Uh, Chris is chained up at home, and she's bringing the vials home, and she has called him, and she has told him, I, I got this. We are fine. We're going to be okay. Uh, and then she loses them. Yeah. We don't <laughs> see a, a scene where she tells him that she lost them. And part of me, as a viewer, who has been close to these characters, I've been with these characters for the course of the movie, I wanted to see how he would react and how she would tell him. Uh, did you intentionally not include a scene of that? Did you not feel that was important? Uh, why didn't we get to see her telling him that, that the vials were lost? Uh, it wasn't in the in this in the in the script, okay. but I think I, I think it's it's not necessary this this particular this particular scene because. Uh, the film, ha- the, the film, uh, do a jump cut from the from the because after the parking scene, the parking lot scene, uh, she she's going to go uh, to the fa- the medical facilities in order to to try to get some more vials, yeah. And uh, this this particular scene is in the, is on the movie, yeah, but. Uh, I think that you don't need the we, we don't need the scene in, in which uh, she told she told with with Chris and okay I lost the vials yeah okay I think it's more interesting go jump cut to to the room and they are they are uh, they are um, um, they are on the on the on fire on some some ways yeah it's is the is the uh, uh, the the firewall 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 uh Fi- Fire, uh, firewall. Yeah. Uh, no, that's okay. But I, I do understand what you're saying. Is that it's sort of like nothing can be done at that point. Exactly. It's, it's a foregone conclusion. You know what? What is the situation they are now in? We might as well jump to the resolution of it. You know, how is she going to deal? I, I think maybe this this is in. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You uh, know what, Manuel? Farewell. No, I understood what you're saying. Yes, go to the goodbye to the farewell. No, I totally yeah. understood what you're saying. My bad. Yes. 
maybe maybe that this kind of scene uh, would be uh, uh, redundant. Yeah. Could yes. Be. Absolutely. Yes. Sure. Uh, another scene that we don't show, and I think I understood why this is, because it is shocking the way it is shot instead. Um, when Kate comes home and finds one of the, uh, the, I don't know if they're terrorists or what you would call them, uh, but she finds someone has broken in and Chris is fighting with him. Uh, yeah. It's kind of shocking to have not seen that person break in and the fight beginning with, with Chris, to just yeah. come into the middle of it with Kate discovering it. Um, and I presume that was intentional. You wanted that to be a jarring, shocking moment. Yeah, we we we, the, um, we thought that uh, maybe we're more more interesting to 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 give a surprise to the audience more than uh, an action scene. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, we, we didn't have uh, a lot of uh, weeks to shoot it. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it was the, the return was shooted in in, in five weeks. It's uh, it's uh, very very few time. Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, what? Uh, so you shot in? Uh, it's Ontario, right? In Canada. Uh huh. Toronto. Uh, in Sudbury. Toronto. Yeah, it's just, uh, in Sudbury. Most of the film was shooting in in Sudbury. It's a small. A small town in the northern ter territory of uh, Ontario. And if I'm if I'm not mistaken, you don't reference the city. Is the movie supposed to be in any city, or is the idea that the city is is generic? No, I I, I think it's uh, the, uh, the the idea of the of the story could uh, take place in everywhere. It's more interesting. Yeah, it's, it's Toronto. You can see the the tower, the CNN tower, and that kind of stuff, but. Uh, nobody told. Nobody says, oh, "Okay, we are in Toronto." Yeah, right, so right. Mm -hmm. it's, an, it's more than universal. Yeah, it's universal story, and it, it could be, it could take place in everywhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, there's one scene in the motel where they're watching what looks like an old black and white movie of kids fighting, maybe. Yeah. What, yeah. do you know, I always think when a director shows another movie or TV show within the context of of telling of, of a movie that there's a reason for what they're presenting. Uh, what was that they were watching, and was there a reason for it, or was it just footage of something? No, no, it, it, it's it's uh, totally in, intentional because uh, if you can if you can watch in this movie, uh, black and white movie, there are uh, uh, a couple of of childrens fighting. Yeah, right. It's, 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 it's like a reflect of the of the um, of the friend relationship with uh, between Chris and and his friend. Yeah, it's okay. At the end of the day, every everybody uh, everybody is uh, um, going to fight. Yeah, it's right. uh, do you know what I mean it's, it's like a, it's, it's, it's a detail. Yeah, it's only a detail, but it was intentional. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, I also was struck by how the the visual of the vials in the case uh, almost looked like. Um, first of all, they were shot very lovingly, like it was a, a very meticulous, clean imagery. But it almost reminded me of bullets in a gun. Um, yeah. What what was behind the, the visual imagery for how you were going to present this drug? Yeah, I, I like I liked your metaphor of the of the bullets. Yeah, because. Uh, there are bullets in some ways, yeah. The, the vials 
uh, are going to to kill the relationship between the friends and and they is 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 uh, I think it's very very smart your 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 visual your your lecture of the of the detail yeah, of the violence. Um, I one of uh, a lot of times when a movie opens with a flashback as this does, um, there will be a title card that says something like 15 years later or however many years. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, would t you did not do this, and uh, I have to say, Manuel, I love, love, love cool. that jump cut from uh, – it's, it's just actually a regular cut – from the young Kate running away from the house to the older Kate now walking with that same cadence down the hall in the hospital. Uh, and, yeah. and the way the music builds with that, that was a fantastic opening. And what a great way to get the viewer's attention and to connect. Here's this new character. Here's her past. Um, she is just as haunted by it. There's still as much urgency in her drive to go somewhere or get away from something. She's in yeah. motion. Um, yeah. So I loved that cut. Uh, you must have been very pleased with how that looked. I mean, I imagine that was intentional on your part. Uh, yeah. In fact, we have we had a lot. The editor and, and, and me had a lot of problems to begin in the film, yeah. Because in the script, the the flashback uh, was in the middle of the of the script, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the 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 the, the story started with another another started with uh, the script started with uh, the story of the of the family, yeah. The the, mm -hmm. the two guys. Uh, but more more focus in in the in the in the contagy of the of the of the boy and this kind of stuff but uh, we tried some beginnings but uh, they didn't work so uh, one afternoon I, I i i i have the epiphany of uh, okay we have to start with a flashback and 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 for me the 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 main thread of the kate's character it's a uh, She's a she's a she's a runner. <laughs> mm -hmm. She's a runner, but in a metaphoric way. Yeah, she's a runner, and she she wants to to keep running and to to keep trying to 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 go on. Yeah, and I, I think that uh, cut from the Kate uh, Kate's uh, the young Kate to running running through the through the landscape. Yeah. Uh, cut to to Kate's uh, adult um, running on quotes on the uh, hospital corridor uh, was perfect. Yeah, it's okay. It's it 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 gives you the the the, the main threats of this character. Yeah, she's a she's, she's a fighter. Yeah. That Manuel, that actually uh, casts the ending in a new light for me because it still ends with her looking at a map. With the implication that she is going to continue running to find, yeah. and I'm assuming get revenge. That so she's it, it, a, she, she changes only uh, the, the 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 thing that she she does is to change the goal. Yeah. Okay. Right. It's okay. I, I have to run, but it's not to in order to save my love. It's in order to revenge. Yeah. Right. So right. This right. idea. But she has to she has to to keep running. Yeah. Was uh, since you did come to this idea that you're going to open with the flashback, since you came to that in the editing, I am curious that uh, another very important reveal is that she did not shoot her mother, that she did not yeah. uh, do the mercy killing there, and that part of the uh, the narrative arc of the story is how she will end up shooting uh, Chris's character, uh, Alex. Uh, 
was that part of, did that come together through the editing as well or was that part of the script as you and Hatem sat down and started making the movie that we only later discovered that she didn't shoot her mother no no it, it wasn't the script uh, okay. so it, it's, it's, it's uh, her, her art dramatic art yeah, it's okay she didn't shoot her mother but she finally has to shoot uh, uh, her mother not but uh, uh, I don't. I don't want to speak uh, to talk about the final film. <laughs> right. Sure. Uh, do you? Um, so you mentioned. Do you? Do you uh, know many other zombie movies or what? Uh, as far as the zombie aspect of this, uh, is this a genre that you have followed? Your previous movie, um, Exorcismus, was uh, very much in the vein of the Exorcist and Exorcism movies. Uh, this, of course, draws from a lot of, of zombie movies. Uh, do you have a, a background in watching a lot of horror movies? Yeah, I love horror movies, and I, I have to say that I love zombie movies, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, but but uh, in order to prepare the film, I I, I have uh, I haven't watched the uh, zombie movie because uh, uh, in what in, in in which film um, I have to to inspire in order to 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 shoot the return because it's not a, a usual zombie movie so i prefer i prefer to to watch films uh, as um coma i don't know you, you remember coma uh, with michael douglas uh, sure the robin cook uh, uh novel that was made about a movie yeah. absolutely the, the the first films uh, the the first films of coronavirus with uh, hospital moods and this kind of stuff I, I thought that it was more um, adient uh, for, 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 for the return. Adient, I don't know if the, the word exists in English. Uh, say the word in Spanish again, audience? Yeah. No, I, I think it was um, proper, uh, okay. this kind of things proper than, than zombie movies like uh, Asar Romero films or Danny Boyle films. Uh, they are great films, but uh, I think that uh, they have not, uh, nothing to do with uh, the return, yeah? Sure. Uh, the Returned is very different from Exorcismus, and I haven't seen your first movie, which I think is called, is it, uh, in, in English, is it The the Last Rites, or The Last Days, or what? Uh, the Last of the Just, I think that it was... Uh, oh, right, Last of the Just, right. Um, yeah. So they seem very different kinds of movies, of course. Exorcismus is more of a traditional, um, almost fun house horror, like haunted house horror ride. You know, there's a lot of action sequences and sh shocking moments um, and the, the returned is much more sedate somber uh, and when you really think about it there aren't a lot of scenes with traditional zombies in them um, what was it like the difference between doing those two movies for you uh, they, they, they share they share something it's, it's the point of a uh, they are particular approaches to the to the subgenre, yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. I think exorcisms is more than a, a, a familiar drama, yeah. It's more than a, 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 a possession film, yeah. It's, it has a possession, but it's. Uh, I used to say that uh, is the is the is a film about the the fall down of a family. Mm -hmm. You can put you can put a a, a devil. Or you can put a, a drugs addiction, or you can put a, something like that. Yes, this kind of stuff, and the, the family is going down as well. Yeah, okay. it's, a, it's only a pretext. Yeah, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing, 
one thing that I see in common between them, Manuel, is they both feature uh, very strong female points of view. They both have uh, strong women characters in the in the front. Um, is that yeah. something that you uh, intentionally do as a director? Is it just how the scripts turned out? Uh, how do you feel about the role of women in horror? I think that uh, the, the 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 woman the women characters in horror movies used to 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 spend the whole movie screaming and shouting <laughs> and this kind of things. Yeah, but I think that uh, a, a very a good film needs. Are good characters, and uh, it was not um, intentional. But uh, I, I think that uh, uh, the whole characters has to be uh, hard, and they have to be strong. Yeah, I, I love this kind of uh, women characters. Yeah, strong characters, and I, I think that the uh, the women are are um, more more. Um, more fighters than that, that that we are, yeah. The men's, the men's, yeah. I think I'm more strong than stronger than us, yeah. Uh, that certainly I, comes through with uh, the in in the returned because it is the girlfriend, uh, in far, as far as the couple who are their friends. It seems like it's the girlfriend who is the driving force there, and certainly yeah. Emily Hampshire and the relationship and the main characters. Uh, it, it's almost like yeah. the men are the the more passive. Uh, victims, even they're the victims yeah. this time. Yeah, yeah. The the the, the women in, in my films are not victims. So all right, oh, right. Fully, Yeah, they are they are they are uh, an act, action characters. Yeah, in some ways. Yeah. Um, so I first one of the things that, that primarily interested me about the returned. I, I'm I'm a big fan of the zombie genre, so I was really curious to see what you did there. But what really hooked me into to sitting down to watch the movie uh, was Emily Hampshire's name. Because I had seen her in another uh, small Canadian thriller that is incredibly mean-spirited. And I loved it. And she's great in it. Have you seen her in a movie called Good Neighbors? No. Because uh, I wondered if that was at all instrumental to your casting. Good What's the title? Good, Good Neighbors? Uh, Good Neighbors. It's, uh, he's, he's an actor, but he's directed a couple of films. A guy named Jacob Tierney. And he made it. It's a. It looks like a small movie at first when you're watching it. Just about an apartment building where three people live: uh, a Canadian actor named Jay Baruchel, uh, Emily Hampshire, and a guy named Scott Speedman. He's another actor. Okay, okay. And the, the three of them live together in this apartment building. And it's a, almost as you're watching it, it seems like maybe it's kind of a, a Hitchcock kind of rear window drama. But they they end up. This ends up being an incredibly mean spirited movie, and it does terrible things. And Emily Hampshire is just so striking in it, and her character arc in Good Neighbors uh, is is really a a horrifying thing to watch. Uh, so that's what immediately hooked me into wanting to see, oh, this is a, a zombie movie, and uh, they've got Emily Hampshire as the lead. I want to see this. Um, so tell me about finding her and what it was like working with, with her. Yes, yeah, she's, she's a very sense, sensible and instinct actress. Yeah? She's a powerful actress. And it, it was so easy to work with her. Yeah, it's... Uh, uh, she was um, um, the whole disposition to work and to to fight for the character for the movie, and I, I felt that uh, she was uh, close to me, yeah, in 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 order to fight the the whole the, the whole problems, the whole troubles that we we had in with the shooting, yeah, and 
It was so easy to work with her and with with uh, with Chris as well. Chris seems very like I uh, I had never seen him in anything before. I know he's done a lot of uh, work in Canada, I believe. Uh, just so incredibly likable right off the bat when you meet his character. There's this sense of being at ease with the character and liking him. I mean, he's he's a very charismatic actor. It seems yeah, that he yeah, does yeah. he does a lot of work just with his presence. Like it's almost like you don't need to write a lot of stuff for him to do. You just look at this guy and you think, hey, I like that guy. Yeah, yeah I love that guy. I think that the, uh, from the from the the supper scene uh, on, you are you, you love you love him. Yeah, it's okay. I love this guy. I, I yes. want to. I want to be with him for the whole movie, yeah, and and it's great for a director, for a director, yeah, to 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 get this kind of uh, performances, yeah. Yes. Uh, so you mentioned that uh, finally in closing, can you tell us a little bit about the challenges of getting this made? You said it was a a very tight shooting schedule. Uh, you, you mentioned uh, so was it was it this difficult to sell to studios? Was this difficult to get financed? This idea. Of yeah, a kind of medical drama zombie movie. Uh, tell me about some of the unique challenges of getting the movie made. Yeah, they, they, there were a lot of challenges with this movie. <laughs> yeah, first of all, uh, a tight schedule of, of uh, five weeks, uh, five weeks to shoot a, a zombie movie with uh, some zombie attacks and and escapes and persecutions and and it, it was so hard, but. Uh, uh, is uh, is the is uh, the director's uh, fate, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> the director's fate to, to to fight with everyone and uh, with everything to 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 get what you want, yeah. It's, uh, but uh, the first of uh, the, the the main difficult for me was uh, the the tight schedule of of course, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and are you finding that as far as getting the message out about what this is uh, a lot of times as I'm sure you know when people hear about a zombie movie they're going to expect the gore they're going to expect hordes of zombies in the streets Uh, has it been a challenge uh, sort of presenting this movie as something different from the usual zombie movie Uh, do you feel that that is uh, uh, an obstacle for you Uh, well I I think that the the most um Mm, genre fans, but um, the closer fans, yeah, is uh, like uh, closed minds fans of the genre. Maybe they, they were disappointed with the film, yeah. But I think that the, the the audience have to go to this to the to the theaters uh, with uh, mind open and okay I I'm going to see I, I I'm going to see a, a, a film about uh, people yeah it's a, a thriller because it's a thriller yeah it's a zombie thriller but uh, uh, some people here in Spain said that uh, I'm not a, fan, a a fantastic movie director yeah I'm a, I'm a, I'm a liar yeah and maybe uh, for me it's it's a um, it's a good thing because my my uh, genre films uh, are not usual genre films in some ways, yeah? Um, uh, do you... Uh, let me ask you this. As, as an American, as, as a, uh, a, a movie fan, why are there so many awesome movies coming out of Spain? <laughs> I don't know. Because uh, there is a, there is a, a, a young generation 
uh, very well prepared and very well with a, with a lot of uh, knowledge about the, the 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 history of cinema because the cinema is not uh, started in the 70s. Uh, the history of cinema is uh, going back to, from the for a century. Yeah, so I think that here there are a lot of uh, young directors. Uh, well prepared, and I don't know what's what's the what's the explanation of of, of um, the boom of Spanish uh, filmmakers. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think yeah, it's it's good news, whatever it is. Like uh, this is more this is more this is more country, and and the government doesn't do uh, a lot of things for us. Yeah, it's, uh, they are cutting with the investments in cinema and culture and. And a lot, we have a lot of problems to finance a, a movie. So I don't know. <laughs> we are a fighters <laughs> as well. Yeah. Uh, are you? Uh, and before I let you go, let me ask you this: uh, Are you a horror director? Uh, because, of course, uh, the, the 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 main the main the three main features that you've done previously could be categorized as horror movies. Are you comfortable with being considered a horror movie a horror movie director? And going forward, is this the genre that you want to stay in, or do you feel like you want to do different kinds of movies going forward? No, it's that I said uh, earlier. I, I'm not a I'm not a horror movie, and and some um, f- f- frantic fans of genre movies. Uh, said that I'm not a horror director movie. Yeah, <laughs> and, and for me it's, it's a good thing because uh, it's, it's, it's a diff- it gives me the, the the chance to approach to the genre to the genre with another point of view, completely different. Yeah, in in some ways. Yeah, uh, I, I have to. I, have to I, I want to. I want to direct. I'm. I think that I'm feel comfortable with uh, with a thriller, with a comedy. I love the good story. So uh, if if there is a comedy, okay, perfect. This is if it's a good story, I have to I have to shoot it, of course. Well, uh, in closing, I want to say, Manuel, that I I do feel that uh, the horror directors I like are the ones that, as I mentioned earlier, realize that a good horror movie is not about the monsters; it's about the people facing the monsters. Uh, And I feel both with with the Returned and with Exorcismus, you've made that very clear that that is also your priority. So, uh, horror as a genre should be proud to have you claim it. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in fact, in the return, the 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 actual monsters are not the zombies; are the are the, are the rest of the people. Yeah, is they, they are the actual monsters in the movie. The the people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they, they do far worse things to each other than we see the zombies do to people in the movie. Yes, yeah, correct. So, well, in fact, the, the zombies in the return give, uh, um, are are a sad character. Yeah, you have to have. Compassion for for them, yeah, more than fear. They, that's a good point because we we actually see them. Uh, I'm trying to recall the zombies are for the most part entirely powerless. Uh, we don't ever find them like running loose because you expect that going into the movie that there will be an outbreak. You know, like 28 weeks later that something will go wrong and the zombies will break in or, or break out of the restraints. And thinking back, I don't think that ever happens. They're entirely contained. We only see them either chained up or being experimented on, uh, unless I'm misremembering. But yes, your, your zombies are uniquely powerless, aren't they? 
Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's a, it's more of a, a latent threat, uh, which again gets to this idea of of a, of a medical drama. Uh, you know, it's it's a it's a disease that could break out, and it's about containing that rather than head sh- you know shooting the heads off with a gun. Uh, yeah. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Manuel, I I appreciate your your time. I really enjoyed talking to you. Uh, for those listening, uh, the returned is available now on video on demand, uh, and you have a limited theatrical release, I believe. Uh, I encourage people to check it out. And Manuel, I uh, again, I thank you for your time today. No, thank you, thank you to you. I, I hope that the, the 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 podcast will be understandable. Yeah. <laughs> So thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that. The Returned is now available on video on demand. Uh, I believe it has a limited theatrical release, as I mentioned. You can see it in theaters. Uh, I quite liked it. I, uh, as I said, it does have some limitations in terms of it, its budget and the shooting schedule. Uh, to tell you a little bit about some of the other things that Manuel Carballo has done, uh, he made a movie that we referenced a couple of times in the conversation you just heard called Exorcismus. Um, Exorcismus is a more, uh, it, it's more of a genre film. It's more of a typical genre film in that The Returned is doing some very different kinds of things with zombie mythology. Exorcismus is more of a typical uh, possessed girl uh, movie. And there's a lot more uh, typical horror elements in it. One of the main reasons to see it is a, a young actress named, uh, here's another, here's some more French for me to butcher, uh, Sophie Vavasseur. I'm not sure if that's how you say her name. She's actually an English speaker, although it sounds like a French name. Uh, it, it must be difficult to play a possessed person in a possession movie, in an exorcism movie. But I think she does an admirable job. She uh, seems pretty fearless. Uh, so for that reason, uh, exorcismus is, is definitely worth seeing. Uh, the writer of The Returned, uh, Hatem Kresh, uh, I know him from a movie called uh, and I think we referenced this in the podcast as well, The Hidden Face, which when you watch The Hidden Face and the uh, premise appears about halfway into the movie, I don't know, maybe a third of the way into the movie, it seems a little ridiculous. Uh, and if I was to explain to you what The Hidden Face is about, you would think that that's goofy. Uh, but going into The Hidden Face, I think what I would recommend is that you don't approach it as a straight-up thriller. But think of it as a Almodovar take on uh, women fighting each other. Latin, like, like hot, tempestuous Latin women fighting each other. Think of it as a, as a battle of, not the sexes, because it's only the one sex, as a, as a battle between two women. <laughs> if you go into it expecting that, then the somewhat goofy twist makes a little bit more, it might be a little more palatable. So uh, I appreciate you listening to my conversation with uh, Manuel. Uh, check out The Returned, and we will, of course, be back later in the week with our regular format with uh, myself, Christian Mulroski, I think it is, uh, and Kelly Wong. Uh, until then, thank you for listening.